Yo, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 84. Oh, I remember oh, this. Andreas. Oh, my heart. Bro, I, 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 I thought I was never going to fulfill my life unless I passed this mission. Just business. Oh, fam, uh, that uh, mission. Uh, uh, how many times have we done, did we do that mission? Do you remember? Bro. I actually remember doing that mission. And, and you know the thing is, if you've done the cheat to restore your health, yeah, your, the, the motorbike blew yeah. up. Blew up, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember everything. I tried everything, bro. That big smoke guy so fat. <laughs> and he betrayed and he betrayed us as well, man. All you had to do was follow the damn train, CJ. Alright, let's go. Is everyone done, yeah? Skinny nigga Yo, what's going on, people? Episode 84 of the Weekly Canon Podcast. I'm your host today. My name is Ade. I'm here with Ifa. Yo, what's good, people? Gids. Yo. And unfortunately, we don't have Steve with us today. Um, he is traveling. Yeah, he's traveling. Where's so, he getting? Huh? Seriously? Yeah, he's traveling. He's got a holiday. He's got a holiday. No, nah, not a holiday. Is he leaving the country? No, nah, no. Nah, like, he's, he's just he's oh. on a train in it, like, so he can't. Uh, can't I be. He's leaving the country. Nah, and um, yeah. So we got. He's not a special guest. I'm gonna stop calling you a special guest. We've got our. Our other member, Jay Hump. Thank you for having me back, man. How Keep calling me a special guest, I like it. You're not a special guest, man. Come on. Uh, I, I think am, you've man. got the most caps for our um for our guest, to be honest. And do you know what's so mad? This guy, we always used to give him the call up. He used to decline us. Mm. Decline. That is true. Now you can't get Talk enough of that. Now you can't get enough of oh, it. Yeah, he loves it. He loves yeah. it. So lads, how have we been, man? How's how have you been this week? We had we had a good week? Uh my week's been good. Obviously it's been Valentine's week, so I my girlfriend uh, showing us No, no, no. Obviously, I'm celibate, innit? I've got to let the people know. Should I beat uh, this bit out or like. That's a bit private, mate. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I, don't, I don't give a damn. You can keep it on. Uh, I think I'll keep it in. I <laughs> know, <laughs> well, it's a bit different, innit? Yeah, let different it get content. a bit more personal. I like that. Let people yeah. get to know you. Just, just get, let them know who I am and that. But, um, yeah, my mum's been great. Yeah, man. Jordan, obviously you've um, I don't know if you want me to disclose this information. I'll, I'll beep out if you want, but you you've got a girl. Did you get up to much this Valentine's weekend? I didn't, man. Oh, no, I didn't. didn't unfortunately, no, mate. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it is, man. Am I beeping this out? No, you're keeping no, it you, in. You keep it if you want. You keep okay, it. fair enough. If if <laughs> no, man, you have to beep out, man. Confidentiality in that. Listen, he wants it in, man. We just wanted people it's, to get a, a flavour of us. Man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If, what about you? Nah, man, she's working all week, you know. You were <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, nah, I wasn't, man. What's Okay. Nina Rotti. Who said that? Who <laughs> said that? Alright, boys. Um. Obviously, the lack of football has got us moving a bit mad this week. So, um, 
Let's take it to Tuesday. Tuesday. PSG came to town. They were up against Manchester United in the Champions League. Um, I think it was about... What time was kickoff? Eight o'clock. So around seven o'clock, the team news got dropped. A certain guy in this in this call right now, he was very excited. He was, you know, he was happy when he saw the, the team. I don't understand why. Just to... Um, what? Wait, wait, wait. He said, what? When, when he saw the team list, he said drug. He said yeah. drugs. Yeah. He did. When you say you don't understand why I was happy, what don't you understand about that? Uh, did you think you were getting a result? Bro, bro, bro. What is our strongest starting 11? I don't, I don't know. I don't, that I don't care. That team that came out, that is our strongest 11. So why would I not be happy with that? No, but you thought you were going to get a result. Let's be honest. Yeah, I did. You I did. did. I did. You saw Mbappe's and name you know on, the, what? on the team sheet. And, I, and... I think a lot, of, a lot of people thought we were going to get a result as well. Okay. Talk us through it. Book, bookies are putting us favourite. You are? Talk us through it. Talk us through it. Um, first, well, I don't know. I don't know where to start. I think we bottled it, in all honesty. Um, no, I don't think you bottled anything. I, I think we bottled it. Um, if you if you saw how it went, an hour before kickoff, all the PSG fans were in the stadium, all 4,000 of them, and they were absolutely buzzing. They were bouncing. Mm-hmm. And then at, when the game started for us... The fans, the fans were quiet. I was, I was nervous before the game. I was excited. An hour before the game, I was nervous. The, the game started. The stands were quiet. I was thinking, wait, and, and I just felt like there was like a nervousness in the air. And we, we played so different to how we have been playing. We was passing it around the back. We wasn't really pressing. We were sort of standing off them, letting them out. And I just, I think, I don't think we played to our level at all. I think we bottled it. I really do. I think they looked nervous. It was safe, cautious. Even, like I say, even the fans, I think there was just that nervousness, honestly. I think, personally, I don't give no blame to Manchester United at all. I think it's different when you're playing the Huddersfields and the Fulhams, but when the real big boys come to town, it gets hot because I feel like that was a big step up in class, a big step up in opposition that you haven't played in a long time. We'll probably say over a year you haven't played a proper big game in the Champions League. I'm not even going to count that severe game because they're not really <laughs> a top-class team. When was the last time I and I played a top-class team in Europe? It's been a while. So what, in knock, you mean in knockout? Yeah. In knockout, in knockout, in knockout football. Yeah, it's been a very long time. Bayern won it. Was it? When was that? I don't even recall. That was Moyes, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, literally, pretty much quarterfinals. Yeah. So that's a. It's probably a, a whole different team from that time as well. So I'm not even surprised that you guys were nervy. I know, obviously. As Man United fans, you'll be optimistic going into the game because obviously the good form you've been in, Ollie's at the wall, all of that, waffle. But, but like I kept saying, the PSG team and Man United, I just, well, I don't know why you guys were so confident that you guys were going to do them in. Like, they're better than you. Yeah. Like, not even trying to, not even trying to get, they're just better. Like, and I don't think a run of form was ever going to change the facts that they were better than you. Like, yeah, no, you'd, but, you'd no, say but, they're better, think, though, but like, they're starting 11. Given their injury problems, obviously our strongest eleven. We didn't have any injury problems at the start of the game. Obviously yeah. we're at home. We've had such good form coming into it. They've had a like obviously the slip up against Leon coming into it. Um, and then you look at the midfield. I mean, Marquinhos played amazing. Well, he played very good, but he's amazing. not. He's not a centre mid by trade. He's a he's a centre half. You've got Di Maria and Draxler sort of having to do roles that they. they Danny Alves was a. Right yeah, it, like right wing, I definitely think, given how everything had built up going into it, I, I think we did have a very good chance. 
But do you have? Do you feel like you had any players on the pitch that had the X factor? Yeah, we've got Pogba, we had Martial. Oh yeah, so sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. No, no, I don't think I don't think we can mention Marcus when it comes to these these type of games. <laughs> I don't think. It, I, no, I've got to be, I've got to be honest. I've got to be honest. I've got oh, to be honest. Days. I'm sorry, you've got to be honest. Like when you're talking these type of games here, yeah, Pogba, Martial, I can accept that. But I think it was too much for to ask for Rashford, man. This is not Burnley. This is not Huddersfield. Yeah, bro, bro, but to, bro, to, bro, in, bro. In, Rashford, Rash, look at Rashford's record in yeah, the game. In his like, defense, he, he looked at the football. Yeah, not European football, but no, in, no, in terms no, of like, like top City, Arsenal, Liverpool, he nets, to be fair. If I think you wanted to get a point in before, what were you going to say? Yeah, no, what I was going to say is what the Gids said. Like, obviously, I know what, like, I kind of agree with Gids. Like, their team for like 11 for 11, their team is better, PSG's team is better, but you've got to understand that the, the optimism came from just the fact that obviously PSG had so many, they, they were dealing and battling with so many injuries. What they had. Cavani, Neymar, what um, Munier, all like all missing from the tie. So like they and then obviously because they were in such good form. I know like generally in big games form does go out the window, but um, I, 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 it was it was the perfect it was the perfect opportunity for, for United to to get a result and especially for the fact they were playing at home. Like everything was in their favour and they they didn't capitalise on it and that's just I don't think so. You know, I have to be honest. honest. I, I don't think so. I, I look, I look at PSG starting eleven, and I still thought, okay, it didn't make sense to me when I saw Marquinhos in midfield, but he balled out. And then I look at the, how the game went, and I'm like, man, you know, I shouldn't feel too bad about this. Like mm. they, they were bet. Like it's not even like you man had bare chances and you missed. Yeah, but the I don't they, think we played anywhere near our level. I, I thought they we didn't allow you to. They didn't allow you to. Do you not think that like, they just didn't allow you to get into your groove? Like, I yeah, think... I agree with that. The, the way how the way how the game started off, you could see straight away our intent was to try press high. Like the first, as soon as the game kicked off, you had Rashford and Lingard down in the right hand corner pressing and pressing, and they did so well at like killing the momentum. The ball kept the ball went out for like three or four throw-ins within like the first minute or two, and they just did they did so well just stopping that early. Like they, I don't know, but I, I agree with you. Like when you see like Liverpool at Anfield. The first five minutes, you know the crowd are going to go like mad and it's just going to be, they're going to be trying to attack. And I mm-hmm. think we tried to get off that fast start and they just killed all of that. They took all the momentum out of it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I have to be honest here, like, although I was bantering at the start saying, I don't understand why you thought you'd get a result. In all honesty, I thought United had a chance. I actually did because one, the run of form they were in. Two, PSG, like you said, they weren't looking exactly great and they had so many injuries. And um, yeah, when I saw guys like Alves, right wing, uh, Marquinhos and Verratti, Draxler, I thought, yeah, United could actually do something here. But like you mm. guys have said, once the match started, PSG just showed that there's levels. And that's not to disrespect Man United in any way. PSG just stepped it up. And United, they just, I don't know, I don't know whether it got to them, as in the um, the magnitude of the match got to them, or if they... I, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I, don't I know. think it was an element of that. Like you say, that's our first real mm. big team we've faced since that Bayern knockout game. Mm. And maybe it was just a bit overwhelming. But even still, like first half, I think we were crap, honestly. But I didn't think yeah. they were amazing. They, they, the ball was. I, like, I thought the first half was one of the worst it halves. Yeah. In terms of, yeah. It was very tentative. Like no one wanted to, no one wanted to no really go through it. Mm. Yeah, no one took well, the initiative thinking, at all. I was thinking. I was thinking. We get into half time. And I was thinking, right, Ollie will have a word with him and, and like, just tell him, like, you're being too cautious. I think the subs killed you, I can't lie. Well, that was it. That was, that, that was the whole game changer. When you bring on Mata, 
Oh. Yeah, I thought we'll come out second half and um, he'll have had a word with him and he'll just tell him to play with like, like no fear just and hopefully they'll be able to step up. But when them two got injured, uh, Marshall and Lingard before our time, that killed everything. Let's talk, everything. About, let's talk about Alexis Sanchez because it hasn't Wait, exactly... Quick question, quick question before you go on, go on to Alexis Sanchez. It's just like a yes or no. Do you think the game, the outcome of the game would have still occurred if um, Lingard and Martial didn't have to come off? Not for me, no. No. I, I, think, I, think, I think Man United may have scored. I think it would have come out a lot better that second half and I'd, I'd, I think it would have been a different game. I'd like to think so anyway. Yeah, I think, to be fair, I can understand where he's coming from with that because you could automatically see as soon as them two had gone off, the attacking impetus was just you know, different. You know what was going on, right? First half, there was occasions Shaw was getting the ball obviously like left back area and Martial was one on one with that um, Kira is it and and you was, I was just thinking just just chuck some balls into the channels chuck some over the top give him something to run onto something to chase and he was just playing it safe and it was like back to Lindelof back to bite and it was just it was so safe and I was thinking right you just need to be you just need to test him a little bit and I don't think we did anything we had a few occasions where we tried um, countering um, when Lingard got his injury, when he tried whipping it across to Martial, mm. um, and there was another occasion before that where he tried playing a ball and it didn't come off. But I was thinking more of that. That's where our chance will come. The quality just wasn't there first half. But I thought I thought we defo. If they'd stayed on, I think it would have been very different. I think they could have got in, but mm. yeah, it was unfortunate. But so yeah, um, as I was saying, Alexis Sanchez, it hasn't exactly worked out for him. He's been at United for what over a year now. Um, Jordan, what's your what's your take on him as a United signing? Like, what what do you think it is? What's the problem? You know what's crazy? The, the best I've seen him play was his very first game for us um, in the League Cup. Uh, I can't Uvel. remember who it was yeah. against. Against Huvel. It was against Huvel. Um, I remember. Yeah, I remember it, like a few occasions in the first half. We didn't play a very strong squad, so he was like our star man on the pitch, mm-hmm. and he. It was exciting and he got the ball and there was a few occasions he tried to go past people and he did some nice stuff, won some free kicks. I thought, right, more of this to come. And I don't feel like he's ever sort of picked up from there. It's so weird. Like, mm. he doesn't want to run at people. When he gets the ball, that's not, he doesn't look like he's got the pace to go past people, but he doesn't attempt to. It's it's all pretty standard stuff. He comes so deep. Like, in pre season, he looked quite decent when he was playing as one of the forwards and actually, like, running in behind. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember who it was against, but I know he scored just from a through ball getting in behind. He, he doesn't do that. He, he drops so deep all the time. He doesn't like to stay out wide. And in terms of his, his his quality when he has the ball, I mean, we've seen a few glimpses where he can pick out a pass, but you know he's trying that all the time and only one out of six are coming off or whatever. <clears throat> but he just, he's just getting older. And in terms of how we're playing at the minute and how we're trying to play with the energy and pressing, like, mm. I think he can still do that, but he just doesn't seem to have it about him. Obviously, we've seen him... He didn't shine under Mourinho. He hasn't shined under um, Oli. Um, obviously, um, we've seen guys like Martial, Rashford. They've all kicked on. Pogba's kicked on. Is to be t- fair, though, to be fair, in terms of him not shining under Oli, I don't think he's really had that much tape mm. under Oli in terms of opportunity but, to play. Because just, if you look at it, he just played against Arsenal in the FA Cup. How do you, how do you assess his performance then against us? His performance, I thought. Uh, it's not it's not Alexis is it well, like it was alright but it wasn't yeah, what we yeah, used to it wasn't. You know to be I mean? fair the game's cold though man it was a good finish Do you, like, I was going to ask a question but I think if it sorry you were going to say were you trying to 
Yeah, like I was, I was just going to say, I think the perfect kind of... I saw some, like, really good analysis on Twitter the other day, which kind of... I Like, you can kind of see why um, Alexis hasn't hasn't been doing so well at United. And, like, to sum it up, basically, he was saying how... With Alexis, he's, like, similar with Coutinho in the fact that they they do, like... They they usually do big things. Like, they don't really do, like, little things. And, like, and like for a playoff of their kind of calibre to, like, who... who they, they only do the spectacular. They need, like, rhythm. And they, they need, like, a run of games, like of like constant playing time to that to be able to do that and obviously not like obviously at the start of his United tenure he was he was playing regularly so he should have had that time to be doing that but like in, in terms of now because he's always like in and out of the team he doesn't have that rhythm to like be able to do the spectacular if that if that kind of makes sense I don't know if I explained it as I even when he comes in even when he comes in for cameos like there's nothing there yeah, yeah, but that, 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 that's the same. Like, when he came on. All right. Um. Sorry if I go on. Carry on. Yeah, like yeah, like obviously, kids. I get that. <clears throat> I get the whole camera thing, but it's the whole point that like, he need he needs that he needs that rhythm he needs that rhythm of like constantly playing. That, Do you believe that? Because I don't believe that. Because he had that when he when he took Marshall's spot when he first came in, which he should yeah, have. Yeah, done. Yeah, when and, and, and that's 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 yeah. That's, I I mentioned again. I think. It's a bit of both. It's a bit of. I think his legs got. I, like you know what? I don't. That's the only thing that I can say is the reason why. But for the whole beginning bit, I think actually the begin at the beginning bit of his tenure when he was at United, what what I noticed from the Alexis at Arsenal to the one at the beginning of his tenure at United is when he was at Arsenal, he kind of knew he was the best player, so he played and acted like he was the best player. He kind of like demanded the ball. But when I saw him at United, especially the part the first couple of games, it's almost like he was taking a step back like he was like oh I'd like there's there's Pogba here there's these people like I'm not I'm not the main man in this team let me kind of like the thing is about that yeah I understand I fully understand that and I understood that before but it it's he's not playing role he is not playing role like regardless of all of that he's actually not playing role I agree that like He's not playing to the heights of Arsenal. He's not playing he's well. Playing yeah, hard. he's not playing well at all. He doesn't even, even warrant being on the team. Exactly, 100%. Yeah, literally. Someone like, you might as well put Taif Chung, the man there that they, they saw. <laughs> no, because honestly, he's probably going to put in an average performance. Sanchez is not even putting in average. Yeah, he's poor. He done against PSG, he was poor. So, and I don't know. I, I, wanna, I don't know. I, I wanted to ask you, do you guys think if Sanchez changes to a conventional nine, do you think that, that could salvage his career? He's too no. short. I don't think he's got the pace anymore. He's too and, short. And I he's the same height as Aguero. Is it? Is he not? Sorry. Wait, yeah. No, I, no, I swear you said someone said pace, not, not height. He said he's too short. Yeah, I said pace. No, I said... I don't... I said he ain't got the pace. Go on. Yeah, he said he hasn't got the pace. He didn't say anything about height. Are you sure? Yeah, he said. Yeah, he said pace. He said. He, Gid said. I don't think he's got the pace. Someone said he's too short and he doesn't have something else. No, you said he's, he hasn't got the pace. He hasn't got the pace. We'll hear about. Yeah, we'll hear but, about. Um, but I, I, I don't think so because if you look at his tenure at Arsenal, that period where he was playing as a nine, he wasn't really playing as like a conventional nine. It's, it's like it's, it's, it's actually, it's actually kind of weird. And even. When you actually deep it, he wasn't playing that well as like a nine. It was just that like he was just getting goals. 
it's like it's like with Sanchez is it's really weird. Like he's like he's he like he, he's like he's a moments player. So I don't, I don't think as a I don't think a nine is as a nine is his best position mm. because oh, I don't think he, I don't know. He, can't, he doesn't lead the line. Like he, like he doesn't like because do you remember a lot, a lot especially a lot of the time when he when he f- start, first started playing up top he always used to come deep and when he used to come deep and have the ball there'd be no one in the box. So like as a, as a nine I don't think he'd like he doesn't he doesn't have the. Like he, he doesn't play like a nine, so I don't think he can. I don't think he can. That that should be his position. You know, you know what I think it is with him when he comes deep. I sort of feel like, like when he first comes on or if he starts, he'll start kind of forward and he'll maybe try and make one or two runs. And if the ball don't come to him, it's almost like he doesn't trust the players behind him to be able to find him and be able to play them balls. So it's like he drops deep, tries to pick up the ball, and then he tries playing. You know it's like you don't, I can, it's like I can say. For sure, at Arsenal, that was the case. Here at United, I, I just—that's not a good enough excuse. He's got great players behind him. That's what I mean. But it's it's almost like he don't have the faith that he does, so he tries to do it himself, and he doesn't need to. I honestly believe if he was trying to play off the last shoulder, like mm. he's got good movement, he's still got a bit of pace. I don't think he's completely gone, and I think he's a good finisher. So I think if he was like a nine to some extent, and he was trying to get in behind, I would I'd trust him a bit more. Mm. But he just doesn't seem to want to play that way. And he also don't don't want to go out on the. He never plays on the right. Now I don't know why that is, but I feel like you know because when he does play left, he sort of does drop deep and he'll sort of come into that sort of Pogba area. Um, and I don't think we look great when he does that. And I just I'd like to see him out on the other side, but he, he's never out there, which I don't understand. Yeah, no, no, no. I have a fe- I have a theory, yeah, but it might just be stupid. But I just genuinely think South American players don't really blossom at Manchester United because Probably. I look at. Falcao. I look at Diego Fulan, Falcao, Demande, Demande. You know these guys were quality, quality players. Falcao, Bebe. Oh no, he's Portuguese, isn't it? People say this. Veron and Anderson, they're another two. Like, yeah, like, Anderson was alright. Anderson was alright. No, he wasn't. He told off. He told off, but he was alright. There, there was a period of time where he was actually okay. He, he just won the league in the he team. Did he, he, did he did a job. He did a job. He did a job. But. Like gives that gives maybe on something because like it that it could be like a maybe psych, psychological thing of like living in Manchester as opposed to like living in London and stuff because like those it's weird it's like like, like we what's that like, doing what's that girl like, doing that girl's yeah, in Manchester like, like, obviously there's obviously there's gonna be obviously there's gonna be exceptions Fernandinho's in Manchester <laughs> Fernandinho's in Manchester yeah uh, that, I know but. But, but I said,
I can't even think of his first name. That is it Harry? Lad. I can't remember. Oh, he, he, did he West Wing used to wear like 49? Oh, James Wilson. Like James Wilson. Yeah, that guy, yeah. He was wearing like 49, isn't it? Yeah, he would start him before Falcao. Oh, yeah. like, Falcao would start on the bench. I used to get so angry. I didn't understand what he was playing at. And then towards the end of Di Maria's time as well, he was starting on the bench as well. I, uh, but to be fair, Di Maria actually like didn't didn't he get robbed while he lived in Manchester or something? So yeah, maybe, he did. maybe you're onto something there. I don't know. Are but... you laughing at it? It's not funny. He's laughing. You you were laughing. You were smiling. It's not funny. He was laughing. Come on, man. Don't be silly. Anyway, lads, um, that's enough Man United talk. So um... no, nah, Kylian Mbappe. Kylian Mbappe. This is the difference. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. It's a difference. Like there's a gulf in quality between Kylian Mbappe and Marcus Rashford. It has to be said because the game came, all the hype was there. Kylian Mbappe came to Manchester United, the hometown. Another big game, by the way. Let's not forget the record that Mbappe has in big European games. And injuries were there. Cavani went there. Neymar went there. This 19-year-old boy stepped up. He's 20. And, and, do you know, he's 20 now? Yeah. Okay, 20-year-old boy stepped up and fired his team to victory. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, he gave, made the game comfortable. They started doing Olays in the middle of the park because it was comfortable now. That second goal was crucial. That was so rude, man. And I just felt like, no, this is... It wasn't just about the finish. You see when he ran into the box, like the, the desire to want to get on the end of that. Mm-hmm. There's nothing yeah. Bailly and Lindelof could do, literally. What can you do? He's a quality player. And that's the difference. People should... Marcus Rashford don't compare. I'm sorry. Marcus Rashford is very good. He's a young prospect. But he's still got a long way for me. Mbappe now is world-class currently. He has been. He has been. I let's let's, let's take this... Yeah. Sorry, Jordan, quickly. Let's just say this in. Mbappe has got 20 goals in his last three seasons. At least 20 goals in all competitions in his last three seasons. He's 20 years old. That's... <laughs> that's bizarre what the hell yeah, that's, that's crazy that's like, we're not going power league but yeah Jordan sorry no, I, th- I think people who um, compare Rashford and Mbappe just forget what Mbappe's about and I don't think they watch him regularly enough and then when they do see him he reminds them because every time you see him he's just on I'll another be honest, level yeah, I'll be honest I don't even think you need to watch Mbappe that regularly to see that this no, kid is playing above his his years you don't. But people that compare him and Rashford must just forget because as soon as you see him, he reminds you straight away. The World Cup. If you watched the World Cup, you would know what Mbappe is about. That Argentina game, yeah. Oh, that performance. Bro, I don't, I don't think it's normal. It's I don't think it's normal, yeah, for a 20-year-old boy to turn up consistently in these big games. He's he turned up for France. He's not faced. He's turned up for Monaco. Mm-hmm. And now he's turned up for PSG. What else do you want him to he's do in the Champions League as well? He does it in European nights. He does it in France where everyone says it's a farmer's league. But then he comes to Europe and does it too. He goes for a France team and he does it there too. And wins the cup. It's all phased. about mentality for him now because he, he, I don't think, it's not even crazy to say he could end his career and have similar numbers to someone like Ronaldo because Ronaldo wants ooh, doing what he's doing ooh, at that, this age. Yeah. Like, it's just about how bad he wants it and how yeah. he takes I'll takes be honest, I, I don't... When, when we look at similar numbers like Ronaldo, Ronaldo and Messi, in my opinion, what they have done over the past decade is insane. I don't see... It's too early to call. It's too early to call. I can't I say he's not going to call. It's too early I think, to I don't, think it's too, I don't think it's too early to call. What Ronaldo and Messi have done, I don't think we're seeing There's more than 50 I'm going to put my hand on the line because 10 years straight to score 50. They would, they would, they would, they would, they would do it in the most. Like, they it's actually not, not making sense. It's, it's mental. Making sense. Yeah, and I, but at the same time, when Ronaldo was 20, he wasn't doing what Mbappe's doing. Like, he, wasn't, he wasn't, but 
the rate at which Ronaldo and Messi score is unreal. Yeah, but the thing with Ronaldo was he didn't he wasn't a goal scorer and he, he became one and the way how he worked and it's just mentality to go and get goals and win trophies mm. is what took him to that level. And Mbappe's already got goals. Like if, if he had the same mentality, which I don't think he will necessarily like that is defo what separate Ronaldo and Do you know Messi. What I, I just it's it's okay, look at like Neymar. I think Neymar's the closest thing to Ronaldo and Messi right now, yeah. His numbers, he's not getting forty, fifty a season. I even think of Henri, I know it's like proper out there Henri wasn't getting 40 and 50 and we all know what he was about yeah, guys like Aguero them... guys like Kane guys like Lewandowski guys like Cavani right. these guys yeah, aren't bro, getting at, at 20 huh? they were getting <laughs> 40 they okay, got 40. doing at 20 it's true but 40 and 50 goals a season is unreal like it's, it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense we've not seen goal scoring to this Mbappe, Mbappe within the next two or three years needs to be moving leagues as well like he he I think he will. Finish, he can't spend his career. Yeah, I think he will as well. I think he will. I, th- I think he, I like, think from he what will. we've seen so far, to make a move from Monaco to PSG, like, he's, he's obviously a ballsy young kid, isn't he? he? He wants to do stuff with his career, and I respect it. So, I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up in... I wouldn't be surprised if he comes to Arsenal. <laughs> right, so, guys, um, I think it's time to go on to Arsenal. It's time to go on to Arsenal. Um... <laughs> I don't, no, seriously, seriously, jokes. I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm at a loss for words. I'll be real. It's 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 a it's a big embarrassment. It's, it's a big it's embarrassment. Of, but are you that shocked? No, it's not. It's not even a but. There's no report here. We just have to say like it's a big embarrassment. Full stop. Like in terms I'm, of fact, if you if you take away everything and just in terms of embarrassment, is it more embarrassing than losing five one to Bayern Munich? Yes. No. No. Oh, it's, oh, yeah, it is, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. This, no, it is. This, this is embarrassing. Oh, no, it's not, no, it's not. Do you know why? Because you can lose a game 1-0. Yeah, but you can Does lose Bayern Munich 5-1 as well. No, you like, can't. Who loses, who loses in Europe 5-1? Please, don't get me annoyed. No one loses like that in the Champions League. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. This is worse. This is worse. No one gets punched in the Champions League knockout stages. It don't happen. Bam, it does. Tell me. Barca, Barca have held a 7-0. Barca have held a 4-0 twice. One what? from Juve. 10-2. Two, ten, two. Okay, the 10-2 the tops it. Yeah, right two here. legs is mad. But, but like, like five, one, oh, just the one game. Just the one game. Yeah. Oh, no, no. The Barca is worse than okay. I, I'll oh, tell you. 10-2 on aggregate. That's another thing. Yeah, that's different. That's different. The Barca is definitely worse because they're out here eating Burger King after the game. And they ain't played in two months. So... And my guys are here training every single day, Emerald. So what's going on here then? What's really happening? But to be fair, we actually scored a goal which was wrongfully ruled offside. But at the end of the day, it's still not good enough, is it? And do you know what the baddest thing is? It's going to be a tough second leg. <laughs> it's going to be a tough second leg because you've got no Lacazette. We're one nil down. We didn't get the away goal. If they score, big trouble. What's the score three? If they get a goal at Emirates, we have to score three. So, yeah, well, I don't know what most I can say. I think it's one of the lowest results in, our, in the history of football, Arsenal Football Club. To lose to a team like that in the Europa League, whilst Tottenham are out here washing Dortmund. Do you know how? Do you know how embarrassed I was? I had to go into work. There's Tottenham fans there, and they're talking to me, and I have to hear it. Because my team's playing the Europa League and we're losing. It's not even like we're winning in the Europa League. We're losing to make it worse. It's a bloody joke. As much it's- as Wenger, yeah, he disgraced himself 
in the latter um, years. Wenger went there just... last year and he gave them four. Guys like Joe Willock and guys like, no disrespect to these guys, to these young players. But we went there and we gave them four. Look at the goal scorers. It was Giroud and Walcott and them, man. Exactly. So what? what is your point? What's your point, actually? Did I not just make my point? When God went there and he, yeah. he hit four past them. Emery okay, couldn't so, hit so, one so, goal so, past them. Okay, so so what's so what's your what's your point? You want you you prefer if Wengo is still here or what? I, I don't I don't I don't we get the point. We got of Emery in to go uh, to to, to get better. Did we not? Why did why did we get Emery in to stay at the same level? Because we might as well no. just go get Wengo back. <laughs> no, seriously. Because what did we bring Emery in for? What did we bring Emery in for? What did we bring Emery in for? To lose the bay one nil. Our, our results overall, you're looking at it as specific. Overall, our results have improved. We're higher, we've got higher points. Marginally. They've improved. Defensively. They've improved. We're better defensively than we were last season. We're better defensively than. Last season was diabolical. This season's still bad, but don't get me wrong, last season was bad. We've got more points. So, at the end of the day, I wouldn't. It's, I don't even know why we're mentioning Wenger's name. It's got like. That's in the past, isn't it? Yeah. In there. Right now, it's an embarrassment that we lost to bait. I can accept that. And I don't know. I think I've got to blame my manager. I've definitely got to blame my manager because regardless of anything, I don't even care if you have injuries. We can't go to a team like that and lose. Um, you're persisting on leaving Mesut Ozil at the side and you can't even beat bait. Does, it so make, does that make sense to you? Does that make no, sense that, to you? The doesn't make, no, it doesn't. I can't back him on that. I can't back him. It gets me angry. It actually gets me angry because, I d- okay, how I look at it is okay. This manager says he doesn't fancy him. Fair enough, but then you have to you have to be smart, be a smart man, and assess the situation, assess your squad. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, who can create chances, who can do these things that we can do to win games. Whether it's your playing style or not, forget all that. Just play the man, get the results, and change it in the summer. That's it. Antonio Conte the exact same thing. He didn't fancy Diego Costa, but he realised it wasn't a Tammy Abraham thing or whoever was behind him. It wasn't a Batshuayi thing. What did he do? Played him, continued playing him. He won the league. After, what did he tell him? Bye-bye. I'm getting in Marata. It didn't work out for him, but at the end of the day, he still done what was best for the club at, to the end of the season to win in the Premier League. You don't, in the middle of the season, chop one of your best players in the squad at that very moment and not play him because there was, we're suffering as a result. We can't replace him right now. So why would you do that? Play him and replace him when you can in the summer. Because for me, it doesn't even take a genius. I don't know what the hell this guy's thinking. I don't know if he's trying to make a statement, but I'm not having it. I'm not having it at all. And I have to pull him up on that because that's the one thing I really don't like. And it's a really annoying me. If, uh, what would you have to Yo. say? Because you, you seem to be quite you know, in favour of the manager and whatnot, and you, you, you know, you continue to try and have a positive look on this situation. So, I don't understand it. It's not even that. Like I'm just trying to have a positive, like, like I'm trying to be positive about it. It's just the fact that, obviously, I came into the season with very low expectations. So that's why I haven't. That's why, like. I'm not like, obviously I'm shocked by certain results like this, but your performances I'm not that shocked by it. And then plus also I've also I've I've also looked at the the situation, the fact that obviously we had a, a 50 mil budget in the in the summer. 
he got he got some players in, and those players apart from Liechtenstein, they've looked all right. Like I've I've, I've looked for me, I, I look at the whole situation, and I'm like, with the team that we have and everything like that, I wasn't expecting to see that big of a change in year one under Emery. I'm like, 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 I, like, I, like I constantly say, after the summer transfer window, mainly because that's the big transfer, and then maybe under like, I don't, obviously you count the January windows, but I'm not going to pay attention to that because you don't get that much done. But I think after this summer, depending on the signings and everything, that's when I'm, that's when I'll really start to have my you know take what, on Emery. You know I, yeah, look, I've agreed with you with that. I've agreed with you. And I keep saying, and I keep making this, this thing here, Emery can turn this all around. He can. I'm not saying it's impossible. He could have best season, next season, year after, whatever, when he gets money and all that. But that doesn't mean that I can't criticise what I'm seeing right now. Um, I'm, 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 of course not. And I'm, obviously, I, I don't know. I've, I've, I've criticised things as well. I, I don't like the, I don't really like the football that we're playing right now either. I'm, I, I don't think there's anything wrong in, there's nothing wrong in criticising anything about 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 Emery, there's that we we're, we're allowed to do that. The only thing I don't like is when not not you put not you necessarily, but when a lot of people start using re, like revisionism and start saying, oh, they start comparing things to Wenger, or they start saying this, or they want him out, or they want this. I was like, okay, fair enough. You're not happy with what you're seeing, and there's things you don't like. You may not like his manage his management style, or or his or his or his tactics, or the way he or his um liking a player, but. Just give like just give him just give him just give him a, just give him a bit of a rope just give him a bit of a rope let him let him at least have one full like literally like who knows maybe this time next year I could be screaming Emery I could be screaming Emery out but I'm not I'm not gonna do it after six months when six months after a rush transfer window I'm just gonna give him I'm just gonna give him a little bit of time so I can try and see okay do this do that but I think I think that cri- like, criticisms about him are completely fair you're allowed to criticize him there's nothing wrong with that at all okay fair enough Jordan. you know if I get to yeah, in, right. in regards to Ozil and his stance right now, the the thing that I would worry about is what is going to happen in the summer. Like, because I don't think you're going to get rid of him. So, what happens next season? Ozil has to go. He has to go. He has to go. No, but who, bro, he doesn't have to go anywhere. Who, no, no. no in terms of like, I I want I wouldn't want him to go, but in a situation like this, I don't see how this is going to turn around. Yeah, but what if he don't want to leave? And what, I don't what think if he would want to leave. Pay him? Uh, I, I don't know. If I'm being honest, I don't know. I don't think he. W- I don't think he wants to leave. Obviously, he put the post out on Instagram the other day, saying I didn't even read it, but basically he wants to stay whatever, and he seems to like it in London. But for the good of your career, if you want to play football and the manager is out, outright refusing to play you, you have to leave the club. You have to. But I don't. I don't get that impression with Özil that he is desperate to go and play football do you know what I mean like the money he's getting right now I, I feel like he would be happy to carry on as he is but not happy but I don't think he'd be desperate to take a pay cut to go play somewhere and the only place that he's probably not going to take a pay cut is like China so I, I feel like I feel I like know. Emery needs to Emery needs to whether it, if he doesn't want him I don't think he's getting rid of him so he's got a how can you not want Mesut Ozil what the hell is I don't understand that okay if you want to upgrade on him, fine. But there's no, you can't tell me Mesut is not good enough for Arsenal Football Club if you look at the current calibre of players. Look at the Leicester game. Look at the Leicester game. What's wrong with this manager? No, I'm actually getting vexed. Like, it's, it's... How can you tell me he's not good? Like, what does this mean? What, so are these good enough or what? Like, what's going on here? This is what I've been... This is what I don't understand. I don't, I don't get Emery. I don't understand Emery. 
I don't, uh, I don't get his decisions. Do you know what? Do you know what? You know what the... you, but I was just trying to say your your um, analogy with um, Conte and Costa is the same as sort of Pep and Aguero um, last season. Like he he would bring in Jesus because he wouldn't feel like Aguero's maybe shifting his weight because we know Aguero's better than Jesus. But whether it was the work he was putting on the pitch and uh-huh. he 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 could replace him with Jesus, whereas you guys haven't got that luxury. Do you know what I mean? No one that's what I'm saying we ain't got the luxury of having anyone that's near his level is Ramsey injured Who in the team sorry sorry sorry, is, sorry to interrupt is Ramsey injured no sorry carry on just carry on um like who potentially in our team could even get near to his level there's no one so it's not even like we can do you know what we're not playing Ozil but we're going to put in Fabregas for example in his prime do you know what I mean like there's no one that can even get close to Ozil so you don't have the luxury of even dropping him there's no one that can do what he can do literally so play him and suck it up but then over I, that's one thing I'm really really frustrated about um, Emery over but I'm not going to use that to cloud my judgement overall with him so overall I'm going to say I'm willing to give him time because if I look at it the results have improved we've okay. been much much better competitively it's just that the style of football is not really that good and results recently haven't been that great. But overall, from the beginning of the season, we weren't screaming this when we were beating Tottenham and all, all right, of that. All right, bro. Happy. Let me let me just so, ask... I just want to ask you a few questions, yeah, because we've done this past two, three weeks. Sorry to the um, listeners if, you know, this is getting repetitive. But, okay, were you happy... Are you happy with Arsenal's style of football? I think you said no. Not currently, no. Not currently. So, have you seen a change from the start of the season to the, st- the style of football that we're playing now? Yeah. Yeah. What? Oh, okay. Actually, to be fair, you guys said you think it's because of injuries. Yeah. But can you still not play the same style of football even though there are injuries? No, because you need the personnel to carry out what you want. But our personnel, which you guys have said, is not even good enough to start with. So what's going to change now? There's still uh, you can still play the style of football that you want to play. Why can't we still play the style of football? Who has gone? Who has got injured? That's changed. That's, that, that our style is so reliant on. For example, oh. Chelsea, if Jorginho gets injured, you can say, okay, yeah, they may need to, to change their style of play because he's very key to that. What player for us has been injured? I think... I think... <clears throat> I hate to say it, but I think having Mkhitaryan injured hindered us. I say this because I thought, I think playing Lacazette and Aubameyang brought an imbalance to our team. I think the style of when we were playing when we were playing our best football one of them was on the bench that Leicester game Aubameyang was on the bench he came on and scored a double when we played Tottenham Aubameyang started that game Lacazette came on and also scored that game so we were using we had backup plans off the bench if things weren't going well we would throw a roll of the dust and that's why we always used to turn things around when it came second half yeah. now we're playing our big hitters from the get go when it's getting stale, there's no one we can turn to on the bench. There's no X factor that can come on. And that's why I'm saying when we had Mikatarian, it was more balanced. And if we, if need be, we'll throw in two strikers and go for the game. And our style of play was working when we had one striker up top and we were playing with Wobi and Mikatarian on the on the thing. Having two strikers on top, we played with midfielders of three, when Gwenduzi, Torreira and Xhaka. And I think ever since that's happened, our style of play has changed. We haven't been able to do what we're doing. Fair we play five at the back. And... We play five at the back now, and our style of play is not the same because we weren't playing it initially. When we when we had our twenty whatever game unbeaten run year, could you see the signs that this isn't 
Bro, and of course I could see the signs. I saw the signs from the beginning of the season. I knew we were riding our luck from when we drew 1 1 with Liverpool at home. I knew that we're lucky to get a draw. I know we played well, but I could, I could clearly see who the better team was. But this is why I was I was giving props to my manager because he was squeezing what he had out of his disposal. And now the cracks are appearing because our team is just not good enough. Like, we don't have a good enough squad. And he's not helping himself by not playing Ozil. That's just how I see it. That's my assessment on it all. If I was an Arsenal fan, like I, I'd, I don't know about where I'd be in terms of him as manager, but I'd, I'd just be infuriated by the Ozil thing because it's similar to um, Pogba towards the end of Mourinho's time when Mourinho wasn't playing him. When you've got a player in your team who's the, the, the player in your team with the most quality, when they're not playing, it just it's just it's just baffling. Like Ozil, if Ozil got played regularly and he went on a run, you know you could see some genius from him like every week or every other week. Like he's got that ability, but. To not play him, it's just it don't make sense, and it's just infuriating. That's what I think. That's something that just it's just a massive issue. And like I say, we saw it with Jose and Pogba. Like it becomes a thing. Let's move on, man. Let's move on. I, I don't. I don't know. Um, yeah, what other European? I think Spurs faced. Dortmund, yeah, they beat them 3 0. Uh, Jordan, I think you said you caught that match. Do you want to just give us a little yeah. rundown on how it went? Yeah, um, first half, there weren't a lot in it. Um, Dortmund looked very good. Well, not no, not very good, sorry, but Sancho in particular looked, looked good. Um, but obviously, there was missing Royce and there was missing Alcacer, so they didn't have a, a natural number nine. So Goethe was having to play like a false nine which wasn't really working for them going forward particularly. They, they didn't really create much. Tottenham didn't. Um, second half, people have said about what Potts was doing with the fullbacks, but I think more than anything, getting the goal as early as they did, they got it after like 50 minutes. I think that changed things. They, defi- they definitely nullified Sancho. I don't know whether they just dropped back a little bit deeper um, and got more men around him and, and stopped him playing like he was doing. But other than that, they didn't look like they had... <sighs> Enough. I don't know. They, they they were missing some key players, so they, they struggled really. And then Tottenham just sort of took the chances. They mm. they had real quality in the goals. Um, but yeah, I don't really I don't really know what more you can say about it. Really, it was, they they did very well, but Dortmund just didn't look great. Do we fully expect Tottenham to go through now? Then after that first result. Yeah, they have, they to, have man. to, man. They have, they to. have to. There's, there's no, there's no way they're bottling up. They cut that. Like, if they did, it will set just a new, new record. Because for three 0 I don't know how. And they, what they're playing their tight away from home, so just yeah, Kane oh. should be back as well, apparently. Yeah, they'll make quick work of them. To be fair, um, the other tie was Roma beat Porto two one. Did anyone tune into that? No. No, Not. and um, Real Madrid beat Ajax 2-1 as well, away from home. Um, we we kind of had a little, a mini little discussion about a certain Sergio Ramos. He got sent off today in um, Real Madrid's La Liga match and he set a new record of, I think, the most red cards. Um, to be honest, Steve isn't really here to argue his point, but Steve said that he believes that um, Ramos is a liability and if he argued against that, so if I do want to just take the phone, we'll see what yeah, you like, Oh, obviously, 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 I get from a point where Steve is coming from about. I'd, I'd say I'd say Ramos is definitely rash, but to say he's a liability is very harsh because someone like Mustafi is a liability. 
like that's 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 what that's what you call a liability. Like especially as a defender, like yeah, yeah, Ramos, Ramos can be rash, but obviously he like he like he he's he's actually he's actually a genuine like goal for it. That's one. Two, he's like as a defender, he's actually like. I feel like it's he's overlooked as a defender, but he's a, he's a very good, he's a very good defender. He may not be as good as as good as a defender, someone like Chiellini, but as a like, as a defender, he 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 is top he's top draw. So I I don't I don't I don't think you can say he's a liability at all because mm. he's he's been at Real Madrid for how long now? If if he was well and truly a liability, they would they would have shipped him off ages ago, or he would have just been had a bench role. So yeah, I, I think I think. I think Steve lost it. But I think I feel like he'd admit he lost it as well. You don't win three Champions League on a bounce having a liability as your main centre half as your captain. Like that that's definitely not the word to describe him. He can be a bit of a loose cannon at times, but to say someone's a liability, he's like Mustafi, it's like someone who <laughs> most weeks and giving away goals or, or or you know like he could be on the ball like David Luiz and he might just roll it to one of their players. Like he's not like that. He's just a bit ra- like you know he's got that rash side to him. Mm. But I definitely won't say he's a liability. Giz, what do you reckon? Um, honestly, I think I think Sergio Ramos is one of the best centre backs of our generation. No, a hundred percent. Like 100%. I, I, I rate, I rate Sergio Ramos highly. Accolades. Um, you don't become a liability like Jordan said, winning the World Cup, winning the European Championships, winning three times. And, and he's a starter in all these and teams. He's a starter, captain. He's a captain. captain. He's a captain. Some of them starting, so, some of them. No, but yeah, like so. I just think, like, in terms of, I get his rashness. I get it. He needs to try and stand out his game. In terms of just being a defender, just a defender, I don't think he's the best. I think someone mentioned already, Chiellini. I think of um, Benucci, Godin. Them guys there are proper Spartans, proper defenders. However, overall, no. But Ra- I think I think you got to put Ramos in that category as well. He's a proper defender as well. I, I, I think. Uh, I think he's maybe in terms of just defender, he might be just a bit below him, yeah, but he's, he's like he's not like far away. The, the thing is, the, the difference between those guys. So you said what Godin, Chiellini, and Benucci. The difference actually is with Chile, with Chiellini and Godin, they're more raw defenders. Whereas Benucci and um, Benucci and Ramos, they're they're very good defenders, but they're also very good with the ball at their feet. I think that's that's the like, that I, th- I don't think you can really put. Benucci in that bracket because Benucci's very like he's very he's very good with the ball. He's he's more of a ball playing defender. Whereas like Godin and Chiellini, he's, he's, he's a ball playing defender, but he's still a six. He's sick yeah. at defending. Yeah, like, exactly. And, and, I don't and think, that's, that's the same as Ramos. But I feel nah, like I don't I don't think Ramos is of that level. However, that's 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 Ramos adds another thing to his team in other areas in terms of clutch moments, in terms of goals he scores, in terms of being a leader, in terms of being a captain on the pitch. In terms of being someone they need in the dressing room. So in terms of this liability stuff, I don't ever want him to be titled that because he has done so much for his country and his club over the past 15, no, 15 might be dragged, but maybe 10, 12 years. So uh, for me, he's one of the best centre-backs of our generation. So I think, I think that's, that's, not, that's not even a wild shot. You could probably, like, people could make an argument that he is. I don't, I don't know. Fair enough. I would Sorry, no. um, yeah, Steve, he'll have the opportunity to come on and defend himself next week, but yeah, we just wanted to kind of touch on that. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think if he was to reevaluate, he'd say that liability was the wrong word to you. I don't I think, think he'll he... change his mind, if I'm being honest. I think because he's, he's had it out for Ramos in, in terms of his defending ability, def- yeah, his ability to defend. I think that's where he kind of places his argument. 
But um, I don't want to speak for him, so yeah, he'll, he'll have the opportunity to come on. Um, FA Cup, FA Cup talk. Wait, sorry, just to like finish that. I swear, was it was it Steve that called in the Spanish um, Gary Cahill one time? Probably, he probably did. He probably yeah, did. That's very disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah. So lads, FA Cup talk, man. Um, City. There's not really much to discuss, is there? I mean. United, United, Chelsea tomorrow, isn't it? That's the big yeah. one. What do you reckon? Um, personally, I think they'll beat us. Um, do you think? Yeah, it's Stamford Bridge, man. We we all we struggle there. Like every time we go, it, it even this season, like when they weren't playing great and we was two one up, we still couldn't get the win. And I, I just whenever we go there, it's just one of them things. You know, when you think back to being a kid, you always think Stamford Bridge. It's just it's like a bogey place for us. And um, I, I, especially with the two injuries we've got Marshall and um, that out um, I, I think I think it'll be very difficult for us to get out it, it's not a replay either it goes to extra time and pens is that right? Um, what round is it? Yeah. fifth round isn't it? it's a court isn't it? no it's, it's gonna go it'll go to a replay if you draw by the way are you sure? because West Brom and Brighton went to extra time the other day I mean so Oh, sorry, huh? that was their replay, wasn't it? No, that was their replay. That was replay. their replay, yeah. 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 If oh, it okay. gets to the quarters, then it goes straight to um, extra and pen. If, if we could we could maybe get a draw out of it, and then if we got a replay, I'd back us, but I don't see us winning that game. Do you know what? Do you know what's so... Do you know what's so, it's so mad. Obviously, we all knew about Manchester United's run of fixtures the month that you guys are facing, but if you guys lose to Chelsea, and then obviously I believe you've got Sunday, you've got Liverpool, and you lose that... It changes. It changes everything. All this only at the will. All this optimism. It change the whole the whole season. In terms of how you know how my role is very important. You can yeah. be- start becoming nervous. You can start not playing on the front foot again. It can change everything. Yeah, so I think I think you guys really, really, really need to put in a performance in tomorrow. At the very least, I think this this period of games is a good uh, parameter to analyze how Ollie's gone because. Um, when he when he's come in, there was so little pressure, and I think ups that PSG. I think when you start winning like seven on the bounce and you're not losing games, then you get a little bit of pressure. I think PSG in a knockout stage, that's when the pressure starts to come. And then, like you say, these next these next it's it's about how we we deal with with Adversity. everything that comes with, with them kind of games mm. and how we get on there when you can start to really get an idea of how things are looking. Yeah, I think this is what I said before. Um, we're going to get a real looking at what Oli's about when he faces like tests and obviously the first test has come tomorrow's a big game and like Kid said Liverpool's another big game for them so if it starts going pear-shaped now then I think that's going to give us more of a, a real a real understanding of what Oli is about and what his United team is, is about so yeah tomorrow's going to be interesting one question for you guys if he does take three O's does that, does that write him off? Mm, I think that's. Don't write, I don't think you, it writes him, write him off. You can't write him off. You can't write him off after three L's. But uh, it, it's it's the manner in which they they take these L's, isn't it? If they get smashed tomorrow, they get smashed against Liverpool. Then come on, got to ask some questions. But nah, because it doesn't it doesn't change the complete change of style that we've seen mm. since he's become manager and like the increased confidence. Pogba like, bruv, he's doing a madness right now. This it's is even, it's even like, it's even the mood around the club and how everyone feels towards him as the manager. Like people, people love him, and and if if you was to just drop him and say bring Poch in, like Oof. you don't know what that's gonna do to yeah. 
the mentality of fans. Like people are happy right now, so just that's why it's no, no, no. Do you know what? I said this. I think I said it on the pod, and I think I'm gonna retract what I said. I think I said you be they should they're better off taking social over Poch here, but I'm deeping it. I'm actually trying to deep it. If there's an opportunity to get Pochettino, mm. he's got to take it before he goes to Real Madrid or something. Because Solsha, no disrespect to him, the guy's always going to be there, man. He will cut, you just have to give him the contract. He'll come, man. He loves the club. <laughs> if there's a chance to get Pochettino and he can guide you guys to success, you've got to grab it with both hands because we've seen what he's, what he's done at Tottenham. And if he can do that and on United... And Southampton, to be honest. And Southampton. That's the thing as well. If, if he gets... If he gets to the end of the season and it's and it's a case of which one do you want? And if it's like you say, if it's you, if you don't get Poch now, you're not going to get him. That's where you've got to really think about long term what you're going to do because you can't just sort of go off emotion when you're deciding these kind of things. But I definitely think it's good that we've got these extra few months just to revive it because even in terms of the way Ollie's holding himself, there's only so many times he can say in these presses after games about like how big a club it is and how we can beat anyone, blah, blah, blah. It's when these big, when you play these big teams, you get these defeats. Yeah. The other day he yeah. sort of called out Sanchez a little bit and said like, you know, we're, we know there's a good player in there kind of thing. Like you got to see how he starts to react to these losses because we've not seen that yet. So it's still, it's, it's just good that we've got this time to, to wait. You know, I, I heard an, an analogy and someone said, someone said it's kind of like, going on a first date with someone and then asking them to marry you straight away like you wouldn't do that you take your time and you wait and see and because we've got that luxury of waiting and seeing there's no point rushing it I've heard reports that apparently we are thinking of keeping him and, and, and giving him a long term contract already and it's it's like why would you do that unless you had to just don't bother just mm. wait mm. that's true I guess that is fair that is- okay lads um what else is there to add? There's, there's not, not, not a lot has happened to be honest. Um, we could do a Champions League preview, and the next uh, Premier League game week preview. Is that right? Mm. Well, yeah, you got, you've got Liverpool Bayern next week, innit? Yeah, we've got yeah Liverpool Bayern. So how do we think that's going? That's at Anfield. Obviously, we know Anfield Knights. They are not a joke. So just they need to drug test them, man, because I don't understand it. They need to drug test them. I don't understand, man. Them Anfield Knights are just different, man. They're going to be banned a bad day. They're the fucking balaclavas and they've got masks and the, the, the gas and stuff. Like They're just trying to... Oh, I hate them, man. They're just like... They're going to get banned a bad day, man. That could be I four. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Nah, you're going to score four against anyone, man. They scored four against anyone. They gave City four. It was Bayern, man. They're not I think they've bad. been looking at. They've obviously been looking a little bit more shaky as of like Liverpool. Um, but I've not watched any. I haven't watched Bayern play one game this season, so I don't know how they're going to approach. I don't know what they're going to be like. I can see a str- I can see a fast start from Liverpool. Them going two 0 up, mm-hmm. Bayern clearing one back, and then they get one more, make it three one, and then we've got like a proper tie for the second look. I see a three one over two point five goals, definitely. Terrence, like with like with me, one like obviously from what I've seen from Bayern this year, is that their centre back pairing is that their defence is not. It's not the same. Like Boateng, like Boateng and Hummels, they're not. Then they're, they're not the same now. Like they, like they've they've got mistakes in them. Mm. But having this, having said so, with that, and obviously, I can feel like Liverpool are definitely the type of team to that can capitalize on that. 
But the thing is, especially with like Champions League knockout football, big players, they step up. So like, I wouldn't be surprised if, because literally I've, I've, seen, I've watched Bayern a lot this season and I've seen some horrendous mistakes from both of them. But I wouldn't be surprised in the slightest if they come now to, um, to Anfield and they play the games of their lives, and you just and they you just don't see any mistakes from them. So that's why like, I'm not totally counting out. Um, I'm not totally counting out Bayern, but I can't lie. I think I think it is fair to to see Liverpool's favourites because Bayern Munich they're not they're not the same Bayern Munich as two three as even even last year they're not the same. Mm. Okay, so I think that's a unanimous Liverpool victory there. Um, Barcelona are away to Lyon on the same night. Thoughts. Yeah, Barcelona, 3-0, man. They're closing the tie-up, man. 3-0. Jordan Gibbs? Is it, where is it at? It's at Leon's ground. I don't even know what it's called. Oh, no, not 3-0 not at Leon. No, no. I think it could be... I think it could be a quite close game. They've looked good this season, Leon. They look um, good against PSG. I watched the highlights of that. So. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like a 1-1 one, one or something. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm going I'm to go 2-1 Barca. Fair enough. Okay. Um, next night we've got Juve versus Atletico. That's a good game. Well, oh, that's a proper game. That's a, that's a big game. That's a proper game. That's Atletico man, that's at home. No, this that's is big. this is Cristiano Ronaldo's squeaky bum time. This is where this yeah, yeah, you, 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 Juve winning the Champions League, man. Juve winning. Do you know what? If Juve win the Champions League, I was saying it yesterday when I was speaking to a friend of mine. Yeah, if Juve win the Champions League. It's hot. It's, it's, like, it's, yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't sit here and talk about another man being the greatest of all time when my man's gone to three different clubs and won three different European trophies. And How can he will be instrumental in all successes if it happens? Yeah, exactly. And, and yeah. you know what? The maddest thing is, you haven't won the Champions League since like 1997 yeah, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and they've been so to finals. They've been to a few finals recently. Yeah. And if Ronaldo comes, have, have, haven't, haven't they lost the most finals? I would be surprised. And if Ronaldo comes in his first season to give them the trophy, then he is the goal. Yeah, well, we're gonna have to start a dialogue. We're okay, to start okay. Dialogue. Well, how, well, how about okay? How, how about if he wins? How about so? Is it just if he wins it this season, or if he wins it throughout his whole tenure at, at Juve at some point? I think if he wins it, because he, he's oh, gonna yeah, be even he's older. Gonna, he's gonna about, be even older about, next year and the year yeah. after. So it's about when he wins it, it doesn't yeah. matter if it's this season or not. Yeah. But it depends how influential. If he's off, if he's on the bench, then no, I'm not having it. But if yeah, I, yeah. I won't. but if he's playing every game and he's doing his thing, then man, he's the goal, man. Yeah, I can't. Make we, it. we would have to have a conversation. I hope it never. We happens. already have to have a conversation. What's wrong with you? I don't know why he's still conversation. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> Shaka oh, host Man City on the six. Oh Jesus Christ! Why don't we respect teams? Six. Listen, man. Manchester City are so hungry. Not six. They're so hungry for the and no Pep. He's playing it down in the press conference. But we all watch that documentary yeah. in them change room. Yeah, wants all four. He yeah. wants it and he believes he can do it. So I think I think they want to. They're gonna want to put down a marker in Europe that teams should be afraid of them because they've never been that threatening in Europe mm. since they since Pep's been there. They haven't really. Threatening, so I think I think we're looking at maybe th- it could be three or four. It could be three or four. I'm not, I'm not even joking. I think they could score three before the play in in Schalke. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Jordan, Ifa. Yeah, six nil. No, I'm joking. And, three nil. And if, and if Man City do win the quadruple, I think Manchester is blue. Yeah, I think I think I think 
And I think I think if the Manchester United fans are changing you, you're gonna have to accept that that Manchester is blue at that current point because listen, listen, City aren't winning the Champions League, okay? So I'm not worried about that. Listen, do you know what would be mad if Liverpool won the league and Man City won the Champions League? Manchester United fans, uh, it would be diabolical. Thank you, come out for something. You have to. He's the only one that can save them. Okay, boys. Um, yeah, I think I think that's all she wrote. Really, it's been a it's been a good discussion, nice healthy discussion. Can, can I just say, uh, I, I listened to last week's pod, and obviously you were speaking about Aguero and Harry Kane, mm. and um, I was very disappointed with the lack of people that was backing you today in that conversation because you was trying to defend Kane. Listen, uh, I, I think if you're talking about as of late, like the last couple of seasons, the fact that you don't think there's even a conversation to be had is ludicrous, man. It's the reason, why, dude, okay, okay, okay. The reason why I feel like there's not a conversation to be had because I think I think we've got to a place where we like to just talk about ability, ability, ability. Let's not let's disregard everything. Let's just talk about on his day. But then when we do that, we're disrespecting the player that is firing his team two trophies because let's get it right Sergio Aguero yes we say he's in Man City but he's been integral in every single trophy that they win Kane on the other hand I know he's scoring these goals but what differentiates them both is trophies and success like I was even speaking to um, this is quite who was I speaking to I was even speaking to my my girlfriend about it in fact she was listening to the podcast and she said yeah she didn't even know why it was the debate and I said why so like, I don't even watch football like that, but everybody is leveled over Kane. And I said, why do you say that? She was like, it's just, it's just everybody knows that. And then it got it got me thinking that we can't downplay what trophies does to a man's career and we it does to a man's but, platform. But what yeah, we bro. need to understand is not no, every player like, has... Look at, okay, look at someone like Alan Shearer, for example, yeah? Yes, he won yeah. the Premier League. He won the Premier League. Yeah. But if he was yeah. in a Manchester United side, he would have won more but, trophies. But that doesn't change what he's done. That doesn't change, like, his ability as a footballer. He's no, it's not Chase's ability. If we're talking ability, of course they've got they've both got great ability. But in terms of great strikers, he can't tap to Mamma that hasn't won anything. I'm sorry, you can't. Yeah, but that's it's because he's no, with that Newcastle. Like, that what can he do? I'm I'm sorry. Like, what do you want me to do for you? Buy your trophy. I'm this is No, but listen, crumble. listen. If if the conversation is who who is the who is the better number nine over the last few seasons, and you're not looking at like what they've won, you're just talking about who is who would you not necessarily. No, because I don't, like at, I don't like looking at it like that. Because you've got to look at about what we're in football for. We're here to win trophies. Okay, 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 yes. okay. Kids, I understand that. I fully understand that. And if if we're having the discussion, who is the more prestigious guy? Kane is not in any of these discussions. That's facts. But we're having a discussion about their ability and their it, their ability as a nine. Bro, it's similar to saying who's the better goalkeeper, David de Gea or Kaylor Navas. Like just because the guy's gone on one Champions League, I'm talking about who is the better keeper. No, that's that's no. not the same though. No, I, I get I get you. I get that. I get that. I know you're just talking solely on ability, taking away all the achievements. But I feel like in doing that, you're downplaying Sergio Aguero's ability because he has the ability to win trophies. He's he's yeah, able but to. This win is trophies. this is what I don't understand. This is what I don't understand. Yeah. When, when, it, when it push comes to Suffolk Kane in these semi-finals, he's not yeah, there. But Aguero. Let me let me let me let me comment on that. Yeah, football is an eleven-man sport. Aguero can't do this by himself, you know. He can't do it by himself. Like without the other players on the pitch, Aguero won't win these trophies. It's not like it's a single soul man sport. So to say that Kane can't win trophies, 
and Aguero can win trophies. I don't he understand that. Turn up when it matters. Semi finals comes, he's missing. How many? Man United brings about. They should have beaten Man United there as yeah, well. Yeah, bro, you have to look at the whole team. If the whole team misses, what did Kane do that game? What did he do? If it's Sergio Aguero, he's at least doing something. He's showing me. How, okay, defense. how many? How many like semi finals, etc. Like has Aguero turned up in? Just out of interest. Semi-finals. I, well, um, you, you said semi-finals. So I'm just, I'm just using that as a parameter. I'm not, not even talking semi. But he's won leagues, isn't it? So yeah, but even, that's, never, that's, never that's over thir- that's over games. We can't say that Aguero was playing to the best of his ability every game because that's not that's not that's not true. In, in the big games, Sergio Aguero is there. But so does Kane. Kane steps up in big games. On the level of not on the level of Aguero. Not on nowhere near the. Kane yeah, but I feel like got City first ever goal against Man United recently. City it's have not, more big games than what Tottenham have in terms of like games that matter towards their league position and trying to win the league and stuff. Tottenham, when they face a top side, like they're sort of comfy in the top four, but they're not really pushing for trying to win anything. City, there's a lot more pressure on their games. Based, actually- I'm, basically, I hate all of this, but until Kane chooses to leave Tottenham, I don't think I'm not going to flat his case. Okay, for okay. A dad just, like Aguero, just in terms sorry. Of, right, okay, but just in terms of quality, then say at the start of this season or next season, if someone said you can have Kane in Arsenal for, for the year, or you can have Aguero for the year, are you 100 percent just taking Aguero over him? That's a good question. Just for okay, one year, that, that's not, how you, not, that, not look, not okay. looking at rage or anything like that. Just you get them for. Oh, one so year. what? I, I could pick. Both of them, irrespective of age, are at their best. No, 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 now, now, because I'm talking oh, about right the now. seasons. Oh, right now it's quite tough, isn't it? Because I think Kane, right now, can match Aguero's ability. Yeah, yeah but over the, over the last few seasons, Kane's numbers are... That's the thing, I'm not just terms. looking at it, just numbers, though. Yeah, for yeah, me, in terms of what I'm saying is, who is the better number nine? If you wanted them to come into Arsenal where you're not going to be competing for trophies and shit, you're just going to need goals to help your league position... I think Kane's the best. Has Aguero ever scored forty goals in a season? Huh? Has Aguero ever scored forty goals in a season? Probably not. But the thing with the thing with, with Aguero, I think the thing that stopped him from doing that, I think he can. It's just it's just the injuries because he's he's been quite injury injury prone player over like the course of his career. Not necessarily missing seasons, but he he tends to miss like. Up until recently, he's tended to miss quite a lot, of like quite a few games and seasons. Kane, Kane's had a few ankle issues though; like he's had a bit of a recovery. Yeah, that's true. And the the other thing with Kane is you have to bear in mind he's twenty five, man. In three or four years' time, you think about what he's doing now and what he's done for the last four years. In four years' time, it, if he carries on the same as he has been, no, there's, there's there's question marks over Kane, man. In terms of talking to, to comparing him to the big boys, I'm sorry, I yeah, can't. Bro, just... If Kane went to City in the summer, in four years' time, he's you know his trophy cabinet would be the same kind of thing That's as Aguero. The thing. This is if some buts. Go and do it then. Do I, think he have, I can't... Yeah, but basically, what I'm I saying can't... is if you're talking purely on ability, not in terms of what they've won, that's when I think, obviously, you. I think you have to have a conversation like, like this. But... Can he... Can he can, when, when, it, when it comes to like, the big game, when it comes to like, can he do it? Like, can he? He ain't showed me nothing in like proper, proper big games. Like when, I, like, when what, Spurs I mean, needed... He scored against us at the start of the season... He scored against Chelsea, didn't he, this year? I forget Arsenal, by the way, because I know he always goes against Arsenal. He scored against, Chel- he scored against Chelsea, obviously. He scored against Liverpool last year, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm guessing there's more. I, that, that's just top of my head. But I, I think it's not like he goes missing in big games. Like, he does... Why doesn't uh, he fire them to at least an FA Cup? What about, yeah, he, what about the Juventus game? Does the Juventus game count? Oh, it's, 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 
I'm not asleep. That Juventus game, man. No, he, but even in that Juventus game, he missed a guilty chance to... to yeah, but he, when he hit the post, didn't it? Yeah, he should have made it easy, easier for the team and then they ended up losing. That's Kane. No, let me not discredit Kane, I'm sorry. Let me not do that because I rate Kane highly. But I'm just... I don't want to compare him to Aguero, man. I think Aguero needs more respect. We have to compare Aguero to guys like Henry. That's where it's Yeah, but that's given, yeah, that's wait, given wait, the, the length of tenure of his career. That, yeah, that won the when question. When Kane gets to that stage, we're going to do yeah, the same when, thing. Yeah, when Kane gets there, then we'll do it. Right now, let's not let's not lose in it. Kane right, was he has a bit to go. <laughs> we're not, we're not going to agree. We're not going to agree. We're going to have to agree to disagree here. So, um, yeah, man, champ and chop, baby. Who wants to kick us off? Uh, my uh, champ. My okay, go on. Um, yeah, my champ is um, Prince El Kimpembe. You know, yeah, just a, uh, no, it's just, it's just, it's just an excellent performance against United. And yeah, I think it was that great, you know, if I'm oh. honest. First half, he wasn't great. Let he me had, troll, had man. Let me flipping troll, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Thank man. Yeah, and um, ah, uh, this is this is beautiful. This is beautiful. My my chump with a capital C. Goes to Marcus Ashley Rashford. His name's Ashley. Yeah, no, I just made that bit Ashley. up. I made it up because it, 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 it just it made sense in it. It made it sense. Probably fans. is man. You want to yeah, call him exactly. a chump? Huh? You want to call him a chump? Yeah, he's a chump, man. After that, he's, he's a, a chump. chump he's man. a chump. Nah, he's nah, a chump. I was, I was chump worthy. What about the rest of the team? No, no, no. Listen, you're the number nine. You're the one that everyone's bought this thing against. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, fuck me in Manchester, Killian. Oh, this man, man, man wore LV sneakers as if he was gonna like produce a masterclass. And then he even had the even had the audacity to tweet before the game. We will see. Yeah, he lost it. He lost it. Yeah, big chump. Big chump. Chump, man. Chump. Tweet. What did he tweet? We will see. Bro, he's a chump, man. Did someone compare him and Mbappe and he tweeted, we'll see? We will see, bro. Wink face. Yeah, yeah. He's my chump. He's my chump of the week. Did not. Did he actually tweet that? No, he didn't, man. I'm sorry. But, like... (laughs) 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 Gideon can lie. (laughs) Gideon can lie. But then I clocked up. I just put it less. But um, no, yeah, like, I, he's just a chump, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? Let me not be real. I really like Marcus Rashford, but I don't like the fact certain Man United fans are trying to push him to a level where he's not there yet. Like, yeah. let the guy grow. Let him Wait, do what he's Did you say Red Talk? Did you say Red Talk podcast? No, nah, yeah, I am talking. No, I'm joking. I didn't. <laughs> why that, no, nah, but to be fair, certain cheeky guys plug, on Red Talk, shout out them, though, Red Talk podcast. Yeah, cheeky plug, cheeky plug, man. Obviously, they 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 are under the impression, well, one of their members are under the impression that Marcus Rashford has the ability of Kylian Mbappe, and if he was in the League One, he would be just as good as Kylian Mbappe, Ugh. and that's absolute nonsense. That's ludicrous. Because there's nothing to show that Rashford can even let me not lose it, but he, he's not on the level of Mbappe in it. So I think that's where my animosity comes towards Marcus is because let me let me not lose it. I like Marcus a lot, but. You have to hold the chump for that. You didn't really do nothing for your team. You was the number nine. Yeah, sorry. Mbappe showed you up. Just hold that L in it. Just hold hold that. it. Yeah. Hold it. I think that's a unanimous one. I, I'm giving him my chump as well. My chump, man. Yeah, he's my chump. What about your chump? 
My champ of the week. Oh, Kylian Mbappe. Just to rub salt in the wounds, mate. Mm, I think um, I think I'll give it the baller. Did you guys see that finish? Oh, that finish was naughty, man. Techy. Naughty. Oh my goodness, that was techy. Yeah, it's he's weird though because he's, he, like, he's he's always in and out of the team. I don't understand it. I think he hasn't been on form recently. That's what I've been reading. Yeah, like it's it's weird. Like even that even last season, he was like in and out of the team because that that goal was the first goal he scored since. I think something like November or something mad like that. Mm. And Ramsey as well, yeah. actually. Ramsey, man, he, he secured that bag. I don't know if it was actually 400k, but he's going on to bigger, better things. I hope he wins a few trophies over there. And um, he, he served us well, man. I'm sad to see him go. So, yeah, joint. Jordan? Go on, uh, Jordan. Uh, champ of the week. Uh, I'm going to give it to UFA. Packing uh, Mbappe. <laughs> oh. Thanks, man. You have to get it. I think, Thanks, I think it's very easy to call someone a chump when they spend a lot of money and they, they get nothing out of it. So, you know, when you're getting someone like that, you need to get that respect. Do you, know, you deserve it. You, know, you, you just have to get lucky once and it, it just makes it all worth it, man. That's yeah, I got, I, got, I got a nice little Mbappe card. And, I'm you know, so jealous about how this game makes you guys feel. You know? I want to feel like this, but it just don't work for me. You can, I don't have to play you the can. game. Hop on, bro, tonight. Tonight, just get it. Nah, I ain't got time for that. I'm going to be at three tonight, man. You you deserve that. Um, Chump, chump of the week got two. Um, I'd give first one to United fans. Um, Booing Di Maria on Tuesday night. I couldn't understand that at all. I don't know what you're booing the guy. I always find it pathetic when I hear like (laughs) Arsenal fans booing ex-players and stuff. I just think that's petty. And to see him booing Di Maria, like there was no, and then chucking a fucking beer bottle at him. I just thought that was embarrassed. I felt embarrassed hearing them do that. I think that's like quite a small. It's sort of like you're, you're angry because they think they're bigger than the club for moving away and stuff. Don't worry about them. Like, just get on with it. Don't be booing them. So, that's the first one. And then the second one, it has to be you guys. Um, I didn't want to give you it, but when I, <laughs> when I saw fucking Hleb eating a Burger King after the game, man, I, did, I heard I heard the whole <laughs> being worth two hundred k. I heard that they haven't played for two months. I didn't really care that one. And then I saw him eating Burger King after a game. <laughs> Apparently, they're on the same plane black as some of the Arsenal fans and stuff. Like, they can't even get their own private flight. They're just on, like, a, a jet to or whatever it was, eating burgers, drinking beer and stuff. I just think that's, that's an L. Also, two months as well, you know. It is. That's an L. Oh, my gosh. Right. Oh, some of these players need to look themselves in the mirror. I hope they saw that picture. I hope they saw it. I couldn't believe it when I saw that. I thought it was the funniest thing I've ever seen, man. You treat yourself to a burger after winning the game. Man just thought, yeah, even, let, me, bro, let me get Angus Steakhouse. Like. It's Burger King. Who has Burger King? Like no, just, Burger King's at a lot of it's at a lot of airports, isn't it? Man. Oh, <laughs> crazy. Crazy. We take L's, you know. We do, we do. The club needs to reimburse some of the fans sometimes because it's not fair. Yeah, how did it not reimburse the fans after the back to back five ones? That's that's a shame, man. Even on FM, like they do some of that. No, no, they, they you need to reimburse sometimes they do because it's not fair for the fans. You know, you know at, the same f- time, at the same time, you've got to look at the fans that are going out there and think, like, mate, I get that you're loyal and everything, but what's the point? <laughs> no, but bait, we shouldn't lose to bait. You like they probably thought it was just going to be a little cheeky holiday, 
get a get a five nil fresh. Yeah, but it's win. fucking freezing out there. I was watching these like vlogs and stuff. Like people would like hating it there. It was like minus ten or something. No, but it's about supporting your club. When you're in love with your club, you follow them away home and away. I'm not. Right. I'm not that loyal yet. You but... know what? You, you know what? This the thing though. I was having a conversation with Steve about this. Right. In terms of your club stance at the minute with your owners. And um, if it realistically, like how to solve, how to get the, the, the realistic way to get your owners to spend money is to make a statement. And doing that is obviously it's not going to happen, yeah, but not yeah, going yeah. to games, not buying merchandise, not renewing your season tickets. People just need to that's, stop saying that. It can't happen. happen. I know it can't. My, can. my club is too big Listen, for yeah, no, us to... People that like say they are like the ultimate supporters that go to every single game home and away regardless of anything. You're you're deteriorating the club more than Jordan, 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 Jordan. I'll be honest here. I'll be honest. If I saw Arsenal versus Liverpool yep. for a tenner because no one else is going, yeah, I'm dead. Yeah, I'm dead. Yeah, that's not helping. Yep. Like, I know. If you, if you really know. want a long-term right. help, you're right. But you don't go to games. Like it's the game, that, that would be no, but, best for the team. No, but it just doesn't work like that, mate. A tenner not everyone for, for a bum seat. I'm dead, bro. Not everyone's going to be on that way. No, no, I know it'd never happen, but it's not helping. Do you know what I mean? It's because he's bought a franchise that is so big that if I don't go, if Addy don't go, if, if they don't go, if you don't go, Someone someone's going to go. Yeah, yeah I agree. You say that. fly you, from different countries and go. Yeah, you say that. You guys have got a lot more empty seats lately. I've noticed, like the last year of Wenger and this this season, I watch Arsenal, there's a lot of empty seats in the Emirates. Yeah, we, have, we have to understand with the empty seats, they mean nothing because them tickets have already been pre-purchased because they're season tickets. Yeah, I get So whether I they go it. or whether they don't go, it doesn't mean, you don't get, you don't, Stan Kroenke don't care because they've already been bought. So what needs to happen is season tickets at the beginning of the season need, don't need, should not be purchased. And when that happens, that's when it's a problem. But then mm. if season tickets are available for £500, mate, I'm buying it. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So, Are you actually there? Like, would you I pay 500 quid to go watch them everywhere? I promise you I'll buy 500 pounds for a season ticket. I'm there, bro. I'm 100% there. Yeah, yeah. I think because after about 10 or 15 games, you'd get fucking angry. You'd be like, why am I... Yeah, I, won't, I won't go to every game, but I'd have the opportunity to. Everyone, mm. people buy these season tickets just so they have them so when they want to go to a game they can mm. whether they go whether there's empty seats or not it's irrelevant to Stan Kroenke you don't give a damn because they've been bought and they're purchased so the empty seats is not you can't measure that in any way it's about whether we sell, sell season tickets and we continuously sell them every year so that's true just got to take it L that is true so yeah brilliant conversation lads I've thoroughly enjoyed that one um, I hope you guys did too Hashtag WC Pod if you want to add anything. Steve, we await your comments because um just yeah, we await your comments and we'll see you next week and that mate. Everyone else, we want to say thank you for listening. And yeah, we hope you have a lovely week. And um Emery out. Emery out. <laughs> just bro, quickly chucking that that fucking red top podcast or whatever it's fucking called. Chuck it in. <laughs> what do you mean chuck it in? I just say, oh by the way, yeah, like yeah, yeah of course. Hit us our brother, hit up our brothers on Red Talk Podcast. They had a lot to say about <laughs> the Mbappe loss. Um, sorry, the Man United loss. Yeah, um, yeah, it'll be very sweet. It's a very sweet listen. Man. It is. It is. It is. Very sweet listen. It is. Um, <laughs> Yes, yeah, we're out. <laughs>